Welcome to Lack of Focus, an X-Wing Miniatures Game podcast, brought to you by Dice 8 Productions. I am your host, Ed Horton, and alongside me tonight, my producer extraordinaire, one Mr. Christian, and it's just us. Uh, we've had going on with uh, FFG. We've got some new ships out. We've got a new app to talk about. Uh, all kinds of stuff to go over. Uh, I do want to kind of hit, before we get into the flight deck, I do just want to take a brief moment. I know quickly, um, obviously this past weekend, uh, uh, David Prowse lost Sean Connery. We lost <laughs> uh, we lost David Prowse. We lost... Um, accent didn't... Uh, no, it was Bristol, I believe. Oh. It was a celebration. They would just do this like heady garbage of like not inviting him and not having him come. Always felt that that was crap. I mean, he still did the work. He was still in the suit. He still did. Um, he instilled fear in a lot of children in the seventies and the Uh He was here in the Pittsburgh area as celebrities are all from all these TV shows are coming to these cons. I don't do a ton. Huge man. Like he and Arnold Schwarzenegger used to hang out and all the weightlifting stuff. He was a weightlifting champion in Britain. Like it was, it was cool. He was a cool guy. Uh, I don't really have anything to add. I don't know. I've always been. I. I don't. Know, I. As a child, I always assumed it was James Earl Jones. It was only as so I got it. older that I realised. And yeah, I. I haven't like dug into all the dirty backstory and stuff like that. But it's uh, always a shame. They, they, yeah, they had some sort of falling out. I don't know what it was about, and I'm sure it was something silly and something stupid. But for whatever reason, he just. <laughs> He wasn't a shining star as far as LFL was concerned. So they, when they started doing all of these new movies, specifically when they started doing things like Star Wars Celebrations, they just stopped hmm. inviting him. And like, I mean, that's crap. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's this weird area where politics and fandom collide, and they shouldn't. I was always a fan. I, I, regardless of whether I agree or disagree with the particular politics that he held, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Like, he played one of the iconic characters in Star Wars, and I think he deserved a little bit more respect for that. That's all, and yeah. that's where I will. That's where I will leave that one. Anyway, Chris, how the hell are you? Uh, um, okay, I think I'm still like headphones half off, just listening, just in <laughs> case. Yeah, um, so. joys, the joys of parenthood and going through uh, childhood illnesses. Oh, she, it, she's fine. I, it's it's not you know it's more than anything and like a, a slight temperature, but it's gave her some Tylenol. But obviously sleeping and then Jill's um, picked up an overtime shift, so I didn't want to keep you all waiting to play D and D, and I'll just keep one person waiting to get the recording for this done. So <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. yeah, and obviously, like, just a uh, heads up, because of Chris's situation, we're going to try to make this a short one. We Every, every time we say this, we, we <laughs> always fail. We always fail at trying to make these short, but we'll try to make this one short. So uh, we'll go right, roll right into Flight Deck. What have you been doing lately? Um, I've been, I did a, bit, a bunch of painting this last week, uh, working on some Death Guard stuff for this commission, trying to get that finished off. I actually posted uh, an Instagram post of, one of my own models I actually got to finish. I finished um, like a, a little drone robot thing for Infinity. Um, so that was posted. And then... You have to paint I've your own a, models. You, you mean models that, you're, that aren't leaving the house after that? <laughs> well, it, it's been sat half done. So it was one of the ones I was experimenting with when I was doing the contrast article um, for that army because it's got a lot of flat surfaces. So I was literally just playing around 
So it was sat like most way done. So I was just waiting for some of the shades and contrast on these uh, Death Guard to dry. So I was like, well, I'm, I'll chip away at that as well. So that made me feel mildly productive. Um, and yeah, it's been a bit of a that's, weird that's one. Gonna, we... That's going to be a little bit crazy for you sometimes. Like, cause I've often wondered this in, in the world of like commission painting. Like you have your own models, you have your own games. Like half the reason why you got into doing that in the first place is because you are also a gamer and you also have your own models to paint. And when you're like, I know for me specifically just finding time to squeeze in to be able to get my own painting done. Like I don't have a ton of time to do it. So I can't possibly imagine like there's a, there, there always seems to be like a double-edged sword. Like, yeah, sure. I'm kind of getting paid for this and it's kind of a job, but I, I've got a thousand points of Necrons I still need to paint that are mine. And I don't have any time to do it because I've booked myself for the next three months to do this. Like that's got to be kind of at least gratifying to be able to do something that's your own. Um, it's weird. I have a moment. I'm pretty far behind again. I was getting caught up, but then a lot of people was like, Oh, can you do this little small one for me? And I, it's never a small job and so yeah I, I feel like i'm back massively far behind again but eh, it's fine uh, hopefully if jill gets a bit of time off over christmas i'll get some done then but then it's like tax return time so i've got to do um sales tax for a company and then i've got to do the real tax return as well and all of that garbage yeah i was figure out how bad it I is was... from kindly but firmly asked to take some time off from work because apparently I don't spend any vacation time during COVID when there's nowhere to go. Um, yeah. So <laughs> work's like, you really need to take some time off. So I have a bunch of time the last two weeks of the year um, scheduled apart and I'm booking that entirely for painting. Like that's You that's, say that, but that's when they defend us out. So, you know. <laughs> this is true. This is true. You are, you are correct. That is when that's coming out. Um, but as far as uh, commission stuff, I might have to. I might have to get you to paint. I have one model that I'm afraid to paint um, because they're traditional all white, and that's like the Primaris Apothecary. Like I'm afraid to paint that model. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Fine. I mean, I can show you an easy way to do it with the contrast paint. It's fine. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Right. Yeah, we'll have to. We may have to talk. But like, so like, I'm starting to slowly but surely. Like, I have all the Necron stuff that I need. I have yeah. pretty much everything that I need. Um, oddly enough, so I had this weird, interesting experience. So one of we have a good amount of competitive players in the local group in 40k. I know this is not X-wing. I do apologize. I'm just going to go off for a tangent for a moment, as it is like a focus. But one of my local buddies uh, just won this gigantic GT, and he's been really into um the he's been really been in the competitive community for a long time and it was just completely bizarre like in my youtube feed as i'm listening to stuff at work um almost pro gaming's youtube channel comes up and tj's name comes up on there and i'm like oh tj's a local guy and i'm listening to it and not recognizing how long he's been into the competitive community like he's uh, part of the art of war group he's doing some of the 40k coaching and i just sat down and listened to the interview and i got to the end of the interview i'm like i'm gonna shoot tj a message on facebook i haven't talked to him in like a year and we just sat down in BS and we kind of like for free and I will give TJ full credit. I don't know if he's ever going to hear this. I want to say thank you. Like just because we're buddies, he like helped me hammer out. Like this is a kind of like I've been having struggles with well, what list do I want to run? Like I don't really like I'm, I always do better with painting when I know that I'm painting to a list that I'm building because then I can kind of plan ahead. Like these are the units I need to paint. This is the stuff that I need. This is what I have painted. And he just sat down with me for like 30 minutes. We sat down and banged out a list. He's like, yeah, no, no, this is going to be probably the, one of the more competitive Necron lists build to this. And I'm like, I, I have all of that. I have all yeah. of those. You can so get just, him to do your sisters of battle list as well. 
Oh, that, that's a total fluff army for me. I, so you're probably right. You're, I probably could do that. The sisters for me aren't is that is the one army that I am building on the rule of cruel and not if the army is competitive or not. The sisters by like they could suck in 40k period and it wouldn't matter to me because I love the fluff so much. It's it's easily my favorite faction from the fluff perspective of who they are and what they do. It wouldn't matter to me if every unit that I have asked you to paint sucked wouldn't matter to me at all it's just i want sisters i've wanted i wanted them when they were in metal and i was like oh look at that two hundred dollars for a unit of 10 sisters um ugh, that's a that's a hard pill to sw- like i might as well just go play death core cree like why, why don't i just go do that and start doing all forge world instead like come on for those of you who don't know know the difference sisters of battle was <laughs> is an all-female imperial army that for years and years and years were neglected by Games Workshop. They used to make models in tin. Um, Then they moved over to plastics and sisters never made that transition. So as early as sixth edition of the game, if you wanted to play a sisters of battle army, you were buying models that were sculpted in 96, 97, somewhere in some of those old sculpts. It weren't my, like Wraithguard or... Uh, do you want to buy me some Warp Spiders, Ed? How old do you think the Warp <laughs> Spiders are now? Yeah, the, how old is that sculpt? There's an, or, yeah. or, fire, or Fire Dragons? Um, yeah. No, Fire Dragons have had three sculpts. Oh, have uh, they? But Warp okay. Spiders are still on there. Um, warp Spiders were released with Dark Millennium the first time around. So uh, that's Holy when that, that's how old that sculpt shit. is. Holy shit. Yeah, that's definitely not... My point being, so if they... Uh, your standard troop, your standard troop would come in a blister of two in the 1994. Were... 1994. Okay, so it's even older than I thought it was. Yeah, for Dark Millennium. But Metal Sisters were um, at, at the earliest for like 98, 99. Okay, so yeah, so I'm in the right neck of the world. 98, 99, somewhere around those times. My point being is you're playing with models that had been sculpted over 20 years ago, and the technology has blown past it. Like modern Games Workshop plastics are like they're I would almost give them the same level of detail as Forge World poured resin. Like the legitimately the level of detail that they're getting out of their plastics now is amazing. So then you look at these more modern GW plastic sculpts and then you've got these old metal ones and oh, I can buy 10 orc boys and a knob for twenty five dollars. And that's almost like, all right, let's, let's do all, let's go the whole full squad of 30 boys for $75. Oh, you want a squad of 10 sisters of battle and you need three of those. Oh, that's $200 a squad. Like, so you're getting to the point, like anybody that like fielded the army, like you're looking at like $2,500 US on the table for this small force on the table. It's ridiculous. that's one of the things that made it really difficult for me to empathize with X-Wing players when they were talking about oh, right. second, edi- second edition right. coming out. So, oh man, I can't believe FFG money grabbing making me spend this to convert my army over into a new edition. Like, mm-hmm, I don't Dude, know, let me, man. Let me, let me tell you about my, my full squad of 10 Necron Pariah that are, look pretty in a case with they were they were just like yeah no they don't exist anymore yeah that whole that unit of ten that you built yeah they're, they they they're not real anymore they're not they're just not real where they just yep. literally just 
release a new codex and say, yeah, that, that unit doesn't exist anymore. So, okay. In in my case, I have my first ever like, finished Necromunda gang, which is Ratskin Renegades, which will never be able to get fielded because I really doubt that um, given the world we now live in compared to the uh, mid-90s, the aesthetic of the Ratskin Renegades is a little bit Washington Redskins for um, modern <laughs> culture. So, yeah, they'll I'll just sit I'll in the case and I'll get used. I'll see you and I'll raise you my metal demonettes. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> for the, I'm not even. I'm, if you don't get that joke, look them up. Look at the look yeah. up the old Games Workshop demonettes. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about on why those are not being produced anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. I'll drag us back on topic. Because um, I did get a package uh, that finally arrived. Uh, so there you go, just for Ed. Ooh, oh. look at that. Yeah. So the, the tray, the Dice Hate X-Wing movement tray arrived. So this is the one that I'm going to give away at our on our Christmas show. Can't wait. Still, smell, still smells of laser. <laughs> uh, um, so you get the magnetic topper, which is transparent. Oh, that's hot. You get the holding tray, and then on the other side. Ooh. Oh, nice and clean. So I'll take some pictures and throw them up onto the Facebook page as well. Um, and, but yeah, I need to clean it up a little bit. It needs just a, a polish and a clean, uh, just to get like the, the raw dirt, as it were, off them. But I have <laughs> one set that I'm going to be using for um, doing videos and stuff like that, and then this set to give away. So... I like the idea go. of the metal, metal, uh, metallic, uh, the magnetic topper on top of it because there's nothing worse than having all your mo- movement sticks in, um, all your movement templates in your tray, and then you bump your tray and they all go flying. There's nothing worse than that. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. I, I really enjoyed my um, my Create Lifestyle one, and so I paid him to to make my own. It's good. Oh, damn, I should have brought it with me. Oh, it's it's upstairs. It's uh, I don't want to ruin the recording at this juncture, but I got my patch. Oh, you, it arrived? That's good. It arrived. Yeah. It's funny, too, because Chris, Chris just posted in Discord about, hey, just want to let everyone know we sent them out. I'm like, ha I got mine. I'm not. So I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with mine. My wife suggested, my wife of all people suggested, you should go out and get like that uh, that refrigerator magnet stuff and just like the double-sided tape kind of thing. You just make it a refrigerator yeah. magnet. And I'm like, that's a great idea. I've been really tempted to get to find like a decent quality book just play non-designer like bomber jacket kind of thing oh god yeah and just add patches to it from just different nerdy things that i do because uh, infinity does patches for stuff as well i've got loads of those i've also got all my old earthos patches and i'd never wear it but just having it um, yeah i don't i don't know i don't know well cool is a relative term as i'm pretty fond of telling people but um yeah well it's like whatever like in x-wing when they were you gave out all the medals that nobody ever wore those i'm like i'm gonna do something with those and i put every one of those medals on the back of my bag that i took to every game every tournament that i ever went to i had that bag over my shoulder and i had all of those medals clanging i just just always thought that was kind of a cool thing to do yeah i'm probably the only person that enjoyed it and if anyone else can find that one missing medal that i'm missing let me know i'll have to figure out which one it is again yeah. Let us know which one it is. I'm sure we'll be able to hunt it down for you. I'd love I because I, I think I'm one away from a complete set of all the medals that they gave out. But anyway, so what have you been doing lately aside from painting? Oh, that's it, really. I've been... Oh, in fact, no, I, I got 
Uh, I got a free laptop. Free Ooh. laptop. So I'm posting on Facebook. I have an Asus ZenBook, and it had the serial number uh, for free if anyone wants it. It doesn't have a hard disk drive, any RAM, or a battery, but it's free if you want it. I was like, I don't have anything better to do. I've got a lot of parts lying around. I'll take it. So I did did a bit of research. I was like, this is going to be a real pain in the ass because it was a proprietary uh, hard disk drive. Oh, it was a proprietary um, disk. But, so, but then um, proprietary disk drive, trying to find the correct battery, because obviously for batteries, we're going to be like $300. It wasn't really going to be worth it. But I, I found a battery. It was 40 bucks. So it's like, right, that's yeah. So I ordered that. And then, well, I went and picked it up and ordered that. And then when I got it, the model number doesn't match what he typed. So it's actually... He said it was a 2012 ZenBook. It's a 2016 ZenBook, which doesn't have proprietary stuff. So it's just all standard. So I, I managed to throw in my the RAM I had lying around and um, and hard drive I'd taken out, and it all works. Nothing wrong with it. There was like some screws that I had that I've got because I've got like laptops, screw kits, and everything anyway. So what did he like? Part it out? Like like I'm trying to figure out how I, I end know. up with a laptop. Condition. I don't know. I, it's, I, it wasn't in the, uh, This is cleaned. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I, I, I can tell from, <laughs> yeah. For those of you who are listening yeah. to audio, you can't see. He did show it to the camera. I can tell that the laptop's clean. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, I can't imagine having a laptop that doesn't have RAM, doesn't have a battery, and doesn't have a hard disk in it. The only thing that I can think of is that he decided to take a laptop that he had around and start stripping it for parts for another laptop. And it's like, okay, so I've got this shell of a laptop that isn't going to Yeah, do so it. he said the battery was bubbling, but people could have it if they wanted it. I was like, well, I don't... The battery was only going to be 40 bucks anyway, so whatever. Yeah, the um, hard drive, if it... Because it's an SSD, like they can brick. So my guess would be the, the hard drive bricked, so we took the RAM out to put in something else, would be my guess. But I didn't ask too many questions because I was like... Ultimately, it was five minutes out of my way on the way to work one day. So, so yeah, I've been playing around good. with that. Um, and hopefully what I can... What processors they got in it? Uh, it was an i7. Uh, not a uh, 2016 i7, so... But still, it's still <laughs> yeah. an i7. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's onboard, uh, onboard graphics, but uh, if I want it to be the laptop that just sits upstairs for like use or that I can like throw in my bag if I want to do any prep for D D or writing for articles and stuff. Because I've got mm-hmm. at the moment, so this is lamenting my mistakes of 2020. Um, <laughs> I got a new laptop for, to be my travel laptop for me. And then the laptop I had became a dedicated streaming laptop. So I, as I was shifting around all the equipment, so I made a full streaming setup with my old laptop, so I changed out the hard drive so it had, would have faster storage. And then my other one, my new one, I could do the actual editing on. So theoretically, I could travel to events and make content while I was away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, none of that happened. So now <laughs> the, streaming la- oh, no. the streaming laptop has effectively been out of the bag like quarterly for updates. I think we, when we were streaming um, Arkham Horror, I had it out for that for like a couple of weeks because we had to play over Skype because of COVID. But we didn't. We could have played on Tabletop Simulator, but I refused and uh, did it the hard <laughs> way. Um, 
So I'm I'm like, I don't need three laptops, but it was free. So and I from upgrading those other ones, I had the parts lying around. So yeah, we'll see. That works. Uh, that works. Legitimately, um, the, the the tower that I'm talking to you on is all parts, <clears throat> recycled parts from persons. Uh, one of the guys I work with is built a new gaming computer every two years. And he's like, I'm getting rid of him. Do you want him? I said, sure. Came with the, the video card, the processor, fan. The only thing that I had to put into this was a hard drive, which I had. Uh, and I had to go and get a, a halfway decent uh, power supply. So mm. overall, it cost us like 60 bucks to build this tower. Yeah. Now, that being and uh, it is starting to have some problems. We've been having some blue screening problems with it recently. I think from my diagnostics that I've been able to pull, I think the motherboard's starting to go. Um, well, it's a good time to, uh, well, January, February will be a good time because the new Ryzen chip and the Ryzen motherboard is where you want to go. Uh-huh. I mean, so- in honesty, you could probably go with the um, a 400, se- 400 series line and go the last gen. So that's what I've got in the desktop here and it's fucking awesome yeah see that's what i'm gonna do like well that's what i'm waiting for so when those ryzen nines come out the ryzen fives are gonna start dropping and the motherboards are gonna start dropping for those and you and the way that they're building the motherboards for those now if i wanted to i could upgrade to the ryzen nines um i just need to make sure that the motherboard that i get is channeled for that way yeah Um, you want to get a five a 550 get a b550 and you'll be fine yep yep exactly so i'm already starting to conscious enough but yeah yeah, uh, I, what I want to build and what I want to put together. Uh, video is always going to be like the huge expense. So I've got to try to decide. I'm trying to get this under a grant. So what, what card do you have in at the moment? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. I should have asked that. Give me a second. Yeah. It is it is an AMD. Give me a moment. Oh, I mean, Bailey, Bailey, Bailey I still won't. Sw- no, I, I know. I won't. It's the only thing I'm still snobbish on, which is completely out of a norm for me but i i this is my first um, amd chipset and that's just because I, it didn't make sense anymore like paying yeah. the intel premium and having it be shit yep so, so it is um, it is an amd radeon 69 ser- uh, 6900 series it's got four gigs i mean like i said it's not the best um so i have a gtx 1070 um yeah. which is an eight gig card so that's probably the mm-hmm. The one after that, which should probably do you. So that was what I was using to do all the video editing on. And like the machine I've got was, well, so we're talking about a two and a half hour episode for when we do the D&D. And I was getting it rendered in about an hour and a half. That's not bad. It's 60 frames a second, uh, 1080p. So I was fine. I enjoyed it. But then going going to the um, 3070, um, it's about 25 minutes now, and I'm not even sorry. <laughs> so the the I think where the start where sh- this tower shows its age, it's not running the it's not running the resin. It's still it's running an AMD, but it's running an AMD FX. Yeah. So it's still it's a six core processor, but it's you know six core 3.5 gigahertz, yeah. which is okay. It does have 16 gigs of RAM. It obviously has a four gig video, which, you know, f- keeping in mind, we built, we got the parts two and a half years ago. He had built the computer two years before that. So even when we built the computer two and a half years ago, I mean, it was still pretty beefy, to be honest with you. Um, that yeah. being said, like the new AMD, the Ryzen chips are fantastic. So good. Um, yeah. 
So I'm going to end up going with a five probably, and I'm going to wait until January. Um, the other thing is like, so I've got this hodgepodge of monitors. I, I, I'd have to show it to you at some point in time, but like, I've got like this monitor here has HDMI. That one has DVI. I, like, I can't, um, I can't have non-matching monitors. I know. I can't it do it. Rose my, but it's the only two monitors that I have that the output, like every other one I have is all VGA. Yeah. And if I'm going to run VGA monitors out of that card, like, like what a waste. What a waste. Not to be not to mention to be able to channel down HDMI to VGA is just stupid. So long story short, um, if I'm going to do that, I need to keep aside that I'm going to be spending probably an additional $300 on top of getting two monitors because, and it's funny because Gabe and I, my, my son, were talking about this last night. And like every computer I've built from the one that's over there to this one here, to the one that preceded that one, at some point in time has always had some recycled parts. Like I've either recycled the tower or I've recycled a hard drive. I've always taken older parts to kind of Frankenstein together a new one. And this is going to be the first year that I'm going to be like, no, I'm not doing it this year. I'm going to go from the ground up. Everything's going to be brand new. I think it, this is the time to do it because I'm sorry. There's never the, it is never the correct time because this isn't just me and you talking. I, I forget that we're doing a show sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, um, so for the listeners, it's never the correct time to build a new computer because two months down the line, it'll be crap and there'll be something a lot better. But the, the new video cards are going to be coming out or the new processors are going to be coming out or what, whatever it is. It's what, almost the like they stagger the releases of the boards, the chips and the uh, the cards to give you a mm. four month get get wrecked window. Yeah, uh, you've got to got to have that constantly flowing news cycle. But, but the, um, upside, the upside is, is if your intent is to, so what we obviously, this is not only does it do gaming for Gabe, but it's also doing like my YouTube channel comes off of this. So it's doing, so it's doing content creation and then Gabe's doing streaming off of it. So I kind of need to catch all three of those, which means first of all, for the so, YouTube, for the streaming, it's got to have, you know, let's be honest. So if you're going to, if you're going to build a new rig, you don't, because if that's running certain stuff as it is, you move that over and then you can do a multi-box stream setup and stuff like that and take a lot of the load off. Except for the hardware, except, except for the blue screening that I'm having that I genuinely believe yeah. is the motherboard going there. That's yeah. If it were any other part, it'd be like, okay, if it's the RAM, fine, we'll swap the RAM. If the video card's going to, all right, fine. Even if I had yeah. the chip, like I could switch that. But when you get the, when it's the motherboard that seems to be going there, it's something on the motherboard. Yeah, like, as well as it's the, like running DDR3 RAM and everything as well. Da, 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 good it is DDR3. It is yeah. DDR3. So yeah, like that, that's kind of my point is so yeah. because of what I believe is going wrong with it is going wrong with it. This is the perfect opportunity to be like, you know what? Fools, you know, wipe the slate clean, start from scratch. I've been watching it. Like I, I know I want to go with the AMD A because they're cheaper and B they're actually outperforming in many cases. The, the, it's, um, it's just, the Intel chips. it's just better. Well, exactly. I, I don't, I was I was Intel through and through. so I, I still have the same thing with Nvidia in that the stability is what I like and what I care about the reliability mm-hmm. of the drivers and the compatibility so that's why I haven't I, I haven't and have no plans to do a um, a Radeon graphics card or anything like that I'll stick with Nvidia but for the chips I, I, I threw it in I didn't reinstall Windows or anything like that I sw- swapped out the board and. I think I got new RAM as well and sold my old RAM, but I put the board, chip, and RAM into my old system, kept everything else. All of the hard drives all just went onto a new board, 
and just ran it straight away. No problems at all. Mm. Auto detected everything. I've had zero issues. And yeah, the the cores and threads just destroy on my like my use world. I don't play any high end first person shooters. Frame rates don't really matter. It's yeah. all just like workstation use is where it gets its hammering and AMD kicks ass. So Yep. So that's gonna be the direction I go. So I think I'm going to wait post Christmas, wait until like January when everything's like every, especially now everyone's like it's it's all Christmas stuff in like in the tech world, like people want that big graphics card. People want those chips and scalpers are out there and they're pulling everything off. Like the, so, the PlayStation 5 is not the only thing getting scalped to high heaven on eBay right now, as far as that's concerned. I put my name down for the 3080 that I want and I'll just wait for it. I've saved up the money. I've got it set aside. And then I was on uh, on the Crate Discord. They've got a stock drop announcement. Uh, but they've got the stock drop thing and it it dropped for uh, new egg canada for a 3070 and i was like, oh fuck it I'll, I'll go and have a look and it was in stock so so i clicked on it and i was like yeah well let's see if it lets me lets me get it to my basket i went to cart okay let's see if it lets me put my address and i was just playing like shopping cart chicken with myself <laughs> and um then the 3070 arrived and i uh, had the money taken out my account so i was like oh okay so I, I guess that happened then. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't regret it because it, it is. I I was very skeptical because my my ten seventy has eight gig of RAM already, so I the RAM hasn't gone up. You know what I mean? I, it, but just well, I was. We were talking before we started recording, or I had it doing the stupid camera stuff and all of that. Everything that Nvidia have enabled that functions off that chipset so good and yeah it it gave me back like 45 minutes per video so can't beat that yeah and then all i have to do now is when my 3080 that i actually want turns up then i've got a decision to make because you can sell them on the secondary market they can still go for i know that a person could i don't know if i can patience i don't know no it's in morally i just don't know not oh, moral. Oh, moral is the wrong. I'm a moron. <laughs> like you, you guys know that I use your Patreon money to pay the, the monthly bills, and then spend more than the Patreon money brings in in one-off fees, buying movement templates and bulk postage and everything. So I would be better off if I didn't run a Patreon, but that's because I'm a moron, and <laughs> it's that same kind of thing. So I. I didn't buy it in bad faith. I, I don't, if I was going to flip it, I wouldn't buy it. I would convince myself that the next person in line wanted it to use and wasn't going to flip it themselves and I'd let them have it. Yeah. Yeah. I could see or, that. I, or I'd buy it and sell it to someone for what I paid for it, who I knew kind of thing. But I don't, you know what I mean? I just, I never, I don't, mean. I don't disagree with people scalping because I think the problem is with the people who pay the money. And but equally, I've also paid the money, like I've paid stupid prices for stuff that I wanted. You know, you know what I mean? That's a really interesting conversation if you want to go down that road. Because I myself, so I get it. I genuinely get it. Um, I think the problem that I have is when it's not a fair playing field. So what's been happening over the last several years with the scalping market is that they have bots now that can actually go on order 
multiple different usernames and pull everything out of stock from a site before you can get through the checkout process. To me, that's unfair, which is what happened with um, the PlayStation 5s and the Xbox Series X and all of that. Like, that's what happened this year. So, like, there are some of your fellow countrymen, like, it's been reported that one of those uh, marketing campaigns um, have more in stock, more PlayStation 5s in stock than Amazon, Walmart, Pine. Yeah, he managed to buy, like, 30,000... Um. Oh yeah, like, yeah. But, no, I like, know, and I, I get it. I I understand selling, the argument. They're selling but, them at three to four times the price for markup. Like that. To but, me, that's that's where the the unfairness balances out to me. It's, but why? Um, why is he selling them though? Why are they selling? Because everyone wants them for Christmas. I totally get it, and I've never bought into that. I because the kids even ask, like, "Are we getting I mean, PlayStation Five? No. And but that's not why. But no, the reason is you're a good parent, Ed. Well done. <laughs> in right. the short end, like, Did in, you know that Evie doesn't have an iPhone because oh, she's three? Oh, what kind of parent are you? She can't get on no. TikTok? What's wrong with you? Um, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> back in my day, Ed, this is it now. We're going. Right. Um, Let me get the rocking so, chair out. Hang on. <laughs> um, Super Nintendo release. I didn't even ask my dad and my stepmom for one i think super nintendo what year was that um snares release 90, i think 93 yeah. 93 i think 97 uh, was PlayStation one so yeah. yeah 93 look at that oh, there we go it was i don't know 90 91 in north america oh god it's even older than i thought <laughs> 93 <laughs> was in brazil no that means that you're older than you <laughs> um i'm exactly i know so 92. 92 in Europe and Australia, Australasia. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, it would have been Christmas 92. I would have been... Fucking hell, 9? 9? Yeah, two, eight, 83 to... Yeah. No. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. That works. Yeah. So as a 9-year-old, I didn't ask my dad and my stepmom for one because like, my, my dad, I think, had been unemployed for six months at that point because... Um, it was the early 90s in the UK and recessions are awesome. Um, but my mum told me she bought me some Lego and I packed it all in one big box. So when I went to my mum and my stepdads, I opened this box and I had the Super Nintendo with the Super Scope and I was a very happy child. But if I'd have opened the box and there was Lego in it, I would have been a happy child and I would have got it for my birthday or I would have got it after you know birthday and christmas you know what i mean yep and i don't i don't think children have changed i think parents have changed that that's probably fair that's probably fair because legitimately it's like to to finish the story it was the kids asked me oh are we gonna are we gonna ask you know santa are we gonna see if we can try to get a playstation 5 for christmas and my direct answer was no and the short answer for that is, is because I want to pay $500 for it. I don't want to pay $1,000 for it. I don't want to pay 1500 or the two grand. I also don't want to have to wait for tweets at 2 a.m. whenever Walmart's dropping their stock and going through all of the headache of trying to refresh a page and maybe, but no, no. I will wait till April when I can walk into any store, hopefully, COVID, 
willing <laughs> <laughs> that I could walk into any store, pull one off the shelf and walk out the door. Like I, I, I don't need that headache. That is way too much. And yeah. so it would be different. So, and my, so the kids, of course, asked me, well, did you camp out for any of yours? Like, did you have to have a, no, there wasn't a single console that came out that I've ever said that like, I need to camp out because what it is, it's not the console itself. It's the games. And they're right now there are five games for the PlayStation five and none of them to me scream. I must play that game. Now we get further it's, down. The- sorry. Uh, the big thing with it as well is that the games come out on on both platforms as well. So like Spider-Man uh-huh. Miles Morales, I'll get it on the PS4. Yep. Right. Yep. That's something like when Tekken Tag Tournament came out, you, there wasn't anything else you could play it on. It was exactly. that was the one system like Wipeout 2097 was only on the PlayStation. Yep. There wasn't well, anything me, else. But now me, it's and Final Fantasy VII released. That that's what did it for me. That's what got me off of my Genesis and into my into PlayStation was that I wanted to play Final Fantasy VII. So I, the day that released, I bought a PlayStation One. I bought Final Fantasy VII, a, um, Resident Evil, and a memory card. So th- this is out. definitely going into a different po- type of podcast. We should have probably do an in focus on this because there's probably a lot we could talk about. But I think the difference is that the there was actual competition in that marketplace, mm-hmm. All right? Because Super Nintendo games. Um, Genesis games, uh, so Mega Drive for the European listeners. Um, you had um, what the Jaguar, the so the Sega CD. Um, you had the you had the thirty two X. Thirty two X. So if you had the baseline system and the CD, the thirty two X, and then it became Voltron uh, like, and walked down Christ, the street. When was the last uh, Master System game released? Because uh, they were still releasing Master System games well they into were. the Mega Drive. Well, and so I guess the Brazilian market was still keeping the Genesis alive up until like 2014. Like the last game released for the Sega Genesis or Mega Drive for our European was 2014. Because there was a huge market in Brazil for it still. Yeah. Which is insane and, to me. But now, if you're a... Right, the lines have been drawn. You're either an Xbox or a PlayStation, so you're only competing with yourself. So I, I don't. See, you know what so I mean? This, I don't. So this is the mm. problem. So like, what what does it is exclusive um, content, and so you're right. If uh, if Dark Souls comes out, Dark Souls is going to come out on every console: PlayStation yeah. Four, PlayStation Five, Xbox, Xbox Series X. It's going to come out on all of them. So all you end up with is what exclusive content comes out. And for me, and I hate saying it, it's Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy went over to PlayStation when the PS1 came out and has stayed there since. The fact that I have a copy, my beautiful collector's edition copy of Final Fantasy VII right there. Oh, God. Oh, God. Like, yeah. <laughs> like nothing on Xbox. Like, so the ones I think I missed out, like, I know Halo was a big thing. And I'm like, I, so I played it like. I did. I did the Halo, Halo series. Um, like one and two, because I think I bought an Xbox when I was, I, I was, this is actually a meet a crispy morally bankrupt story after me being on my high horse earlier. Um, <laughs> well, you gotta, you gotta so back off the horse. <laughs> when I went to a Falklands, um, there was basically there's two ways of telling the story. One, I'll tell it the way that reflects the worst upon me. Um, I right, saw. So, the guy whose job role I was taking over meets you as you get off the plane 
and then you you have the handover where the plane is going to leave the next day, hopefully. You've been there for 128 days. You hope that there is nothing wrong with that plane and it leaves the next day. Um, so he'll meet you. He'll show you to um, where your temporary room is because you're going to move into his room in his bed. And um, then you have the, the talk of like, oh, and it's like, do you want the Xbox um, that, that I bought? That basically it just stays a. Uh, and someone bought yeah, it, and then he sells it. That I can't, that and, I can't yeah. take with me. <laughs> yeah, but so I bought it. But then the thing that took up all of the room in my case was that I had, um, I got, I got shipped over because you can go to the MT section and take a box, and they'll ship it out separately as freight with the supplies that come out. So I had my Dark Angels Army stuff that I was going to have to ship back. Because I built and painted a full Dark Angels Army, so I was like, "Well, fuck it, I'll take this Xbox home." <laughs> so, I, when I, when I gave someone a room, they didn't have the option of buying the Xbox. So I just took it with me. Just took it with me. It's mine. Taking it with me. Yeah, but um, you could buy what you wanted off Amazon and get it shipped tax free because you didn't pay tax in the Falklands to the military addresses. So right. like. You bought what we bought so much garbage. Um, what was the mobile phone that came out that was a handheld console, uh, an NGO or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I bought remember. one of those off Amazon to be my cell phone down there because there was no cell reception really anyway. You could get cell reception in the center of Port Stanley and um, like nowhere else. So, but I had I got that and like played a couple of games on that. Um, that, that that console died quick too. Oh, it was terrible. It was uh, utter shite. But, <laughs> it was it was a um, shitty phone. It was a shitty console. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is when uh, the alternative was Nokia Snake, though. This um, is true. Oh yeah. But in my defense, so that might sound shitty to the person who took over my room from me. But when I moved into that room, the bed was just a mattress on the floor. Because he said to me that there was a double bed in there, but it was one of the two box ones where it was like bolted together on a bracket to make it the twin bed. Um, no, twins, a single bed for you guys. So it would be a queen bed for you, a small two person. Yeah. Yep. But so I had a queen mattress, but no bed because it was just like pushed up against the wall in heart in pieces. And it was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to get it sorted out. Okay, so in 128 days, you just slept on a mattress on the floor. So when I handed the room over, all that shit had gone to a tip, and he had a proper bed in the. And yeah, fair enough. It wasn't a twin. It wasn't a double bed, but it was the issue bed, all assembled and like not coated in things that you probably don't want to hear about. <laughs> no black lights in that room. <laughs> no black lights in any room in the Falkland Islands. <laughs> oh yeah. Fun times. Fun times. Uh, 123 days I made it out on time. Oh, dude. Cool. Yeah, it's good. All right, so I enjoyed it. way off topic. So. Uh, you don't get a flight deck. <laughs> I, well, that's okay. My flight deck consists of legitimately my th- – I do want to – if I can just lament for a moment for my, um, US, no, brother, my U.S. brother and my, my Thanksgiving – all right. When I say that my Thanksgiving sucked, I don't mean that I didn't have a good time because obviously we didn't have anybody over. So it was just my family. The food was good. Everything was great. I love the family time. It's this. 
I did have some minor things that really kind of made just, it, it was just the cherry on top of 2020 as far as I was concerned. First of all, for those of you who don't know, I'm from the greater Pittsburgh area. And once every five years, the Steelers get to play on Thanksgiving Day. And they didn't because Baltimore Ravens had at the time four players test positive for COVID. So then they moved the game from Thanksgiving Day to Sunday. And then the Baltimore Ravens had 11 players and 11 staff all be positive for COVID-19. And then they moved the game to tomorrow, Tuesday. And right before we started recording, or a couple hours before we started recording, we've now been told that the Steelers and Baltimore Ravens, who normally play, should have been playing a primetime Thanksgiving game, we're moving into a primetime Sunday night game, are now going to play a Wednesday afternoon 3.40 in the afternoon football game on Wednesday afternoon. That's right. We're in COVID times. Oh, and I had no pumpkin pie because the pie that my wife bought was apparently freeze to cook. It's supposed to go right from the freezer into the oven and the children put it in the refrigerator thinking it was like all the other pies. So when we went to get it, it was in a liquid state. My daughter insisted on taking all the pies upstairs to cook and it spilled everywhere. So there was no pumpkin pie. And all of the rolls that I set up collapsed while I was gone. These big, nice, fluffy, buttery rolls were flat as a pancake. So three things that I love about Thanksgiving, aside from my wonderful time with my friends and family, which also got mixed out. I, although I did see, see, all right, so he's not on the show, so I have to say it now. <clears throat> Chad's birthday was on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I couldn't see. Chad is usually at my house for Thanksgiving. Chad has been at my house for Thanksgiving for a decade. This is the first year he was not there. So because it was his birthday, because of Thanksgiving, because he couldn't be there, after Thanksgiving was all done, I put together a plate and I drove it to him and curbsided it for him. Like, yep, here's Thanksgiving dinner for you. So he couldn't come. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, so if you see Chad in the comments or you see Chad in the uh, in the Discord, tell him happy birthday. He hates the fact that people know when his birthday is. <laughs> it shouldn't be an internet personality. I know, right? All right, so that's it. That I mean, I legitimately, I had, I took I mean, obviously Thursday off. I took Friday off as well. Black Friday, blah blah blah. But I didn't. We don't do anything. We do Cyber Monday at our house. So, <laughs> um, so legitimately, I took four days and I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing, and it was amazing. Sat down and put Netflix on, and we got in this run of watching these prison shows, and I started watching The Boys on Amazon Prime, which is freaking amazing. So now I want to go back and read the source material and get all that stuff on trade paperback. That's it. I had. It, I it was, was the pretty first... good with The Boys. I didn't. I thought about picking up the books, but I was like, oh, oh I don't need to because they. We might spoil stuff and I'm enjoying the series enough. So maybe once it's finished, I might go back and pick stuff up. But So my understanding um, from, because I'm almost through season two of The Boys. Season three is coming out soon. My understanding is that The Boys is a very similar to The Walking Dead situation where the story in the comics and the story in the TV show, they parallel in locations, but they deviate quite a bit. Mm. Characters that are in the comic books aren't in the TV show. Characters that are on the TV show aren't in the comic book kind of thing. So it, it, so it would be the equivalent of saying, oh, I'm not going to watch The Walking Dead like the first six or seven seasons when it was good because I read the comics. Well, it's, it's, it's an injustice, to be perfectly honest with you, because while the comics were really, really good, and they still are, um, the show was really good, but for different reasons. 
So if that is my understanding, so it's my understanding that if you decided to go back and read the source material in the comics, it would not ruin it for you for what's going on yeah. in the TV show. Eh, I had to explain to me, so that could be wrong. Oh, I, I haven't done a lot of research, so it's fine. I, I mentioned it when I, I got to work. You. I mentioned it to when I got to work to one of my comic book buddies, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, no, the show's great. But like, and that was the analogy that he said. He said, it's like The Walking Dead. Did you read The Walking Dead comics? Yep. I, I jumped on an episode on issue three, got all of them. I still have them. They're in my closet right now. Issues one to 100, all backed and boarded and bagged and boarded in the closet. Um, it's the same thing. Like it, when you started watching the TV show, yeah, the first six episodes, that little t- teaser, the the teaser season they did for season one for The Walking Dead was pretty much dead nuts on with what they did. Obviously, like you've got the Merle and Daryl characters, which were not in the comics and in a couple of things that were missing. But overall, it's the same story. It's the same story for the first six issues of The Walking Dead. And then after that, it, I mean, there are, there are some beats that are the same. The governor, you've got the farm, you've got all that stuff, the prison. But Overall, there's a bunch of different characters that change during the course of it. So it's my understanding that if you read the comics, it does not ruin it. Uh, I haven't so watched any really for Walking long... Dead. I have not watched Walking Dead nor read the comics. So Really? If I were you, you get to episode 100 of the Walking Dead TV show, stop. Yeah, but you say that, but no one ever can. That's like saying once they find New Caprica, you're done. <laughs> yeah, they're remaking that too, that what? What? How do you remake that? Good lord! You re- so you know that you're just speaking to people from the seventies, asking how do you remake that? No, no, I'm not. Okay, and well, me, no, how do I'm you not. remake that? And let me explain why. The don't get because don't get me wrong. I re, I have very fond memories of the original Battlestar Galactica. If you take the original seventies and eighties Battlestar Galactica and you side by side comparison with the the re- uh, reimagined Battlestar Galactica, they're not even on the same plane. No, but it's not that's, even the that's with the benefit of hindsight. It's not the benefit of hindsight. I could have told you but after before, the mini- before it. Yeah, but before the miniseries came out, if they told you that they were remaking it, you would have said, "How do you remake that?" All right, and that very well may be fair, and you're probably correct now that you've said that out loud and I've had a moment to think about it. However, they were remaking a series from 30 years ago. You're remaking a series from... When did the miniseries... Shall we Google it? Shall we Google it? Please tell me it's not... Battlestar Galactica. Oh, God, I just realized what I said. (laughs) Miniseries, let's see. Shall we? Do-do-do. 2003. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. 17 years ago. All right. So I can't even use that as an excuse. All right. Well, then I hope they do a good job because they have a, they have very large shoes to fill with that series. Yeah. I mean, so it's five years short, uh, assuming it came out this year, which we know it's not. So it's, well, when did Battlestar Galactica go off the, so the TV series? 79? So it was twenty-one years. My God, I didn't realize how I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah, no, well, twenty-four I, years. Okay, yeah, so 20. the TV series went off, but you still had Battle. Uh, you still had Battlestar Galactica nineteen eighty uh, nineteen eighty-one, yeah. which is a follow-up successor series. Yeah, in nineteen eighty, oh a, a writing campaign. Yeah, nineteen eighty with ten episodes. Yeah, so in eighty-one. So yeah, nineteen years. Yeah. All so right. it will be a, be a couple of years short, but wind your neck in, old man. Oh, my God. I can't believe I've gotten to that point. First of all, if you haven't seen it, the original, the, the Battlestar Galactica 
reimagined series, fantastic. And then stop that's once they get to New Caprica. Stop when stop once she gets to New Caprica, maybe. Yeah. Um but it introduces you to so here, I'll give you your tie-in. Katie Sackhoff was in Battlestar Galactica. She was also Bo Katan in in um in, in the um, uh, she was also Bo Katan and then stopped talking. Okay, fair point. Because she is the Bo-Katan in every iteration of Bo-Katan. This is true. Okay, I totally forgot she did the voice. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I I suppose we're ruining enough people's day. We should probably talk some X-Wing. Start some X-Wing. Okay, so... Keeping it short this week. Keeping it short (laughs) this week. So, I have on my phone right now a brand new app for the Squad Builder. So, FFG released a new updated version of the X-Wing Squad Builder. Now, for um, if, you have, if you're if you just hearing this for the first time, if you have the Squad Builder on your phone, the old one, delete it because it's no longer functioning. Mine, I could get into it. I could go and click a, hey, I want to make a hyperspace link list. And it went nowhere and did nothing. There is a new one, so you have to delete that one and download the new one. The new one is amazing. Oh boy, do I love so much about this first of all i love the layout it's got a more modern app layout i like the way that they did this uh, important note so whenever i down i deleted the old one and downloaded the new one logged into my ffg account still has all my lists everything that i had before is still there nothing has, as far as so i didn't lose any of my lists they do have a more modern look for it the one thing that i like about it uh just going into looking at a squad they have a wins and loss record on it you can yeah. keep a win loss record on the app of your squads which i think is super cool like it it just looks newer it looks cleaner i remember when the original app came out everyone you know everyone kind of gave that "Eh, it looks kind of old and clunky i mean it did the job it did what you needed it to do this definitely looks like a more modern version of an app i love the fact that so i clicked on whisper i just randomly click whisper i get the artwork for the ship get everything that it does I've got the dial right in front of me. I see everything about the ship all in one spot. I can add. Yeah, this is fantastic. They did a really good job. So this is a, uh, if we were talking about reimaginings, this is a reimagining of how the app should have been probably the first time. Yeah. Oh, I uh, I really like the new app. I mean, I persevered with the old one. There were a couple of uh, going, accidentally clicking back on the old one on the phone yeah. was the only thing that really bothered me. Because yeah. it was pretty close to the ad ship, and if you've got fat bum kind of thing, I mm. did that a few times where you I'd lose the squad. But in this one, if you accidentally click back, the squad's like in like held, and you can go back into it. So I've got like from playing around, I had like five squads, which were all new squad, new squad, new squad. But yeah, yeah. I love um, that. Like so even when you start going into like some of the upgrades, like they have the artwork right next to it. It's really, I mean, it just looks cool. Because, like, I don't know, like, for me, sometimes it's, this is, a, I'm a visual person, like, I could tell what upgrades were or what pilots were just by the artwork that was across from there. Like, I didn't need to see the card, I saw the artwork and I knew what it was. Now, there's no alt arts, in case anyone's asking, none of that stuff's in here. This does look appear to be, like, it's its own, like, the original artwork, but still. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I understand why people like the community-driven stuff and the people who do that do a really good job. But I do think that a lot of the hate, especially this new app it was getting, is because it's just on vogue to hate on thing. You know what I mean? I think there's nothing at all wrong with this. So this will be one I use because I use the old one. Yeah. That's not I mean, a knock. I mean, we still use... 
uh, Yasby, is that one we use when we're playing on Vassal mm-hmm. for yep. our imports and stuff? So, I, well, that's I, because you can import the codes, that's why. Yeah. Um, but no, I really like it. I've got it on my phone. I've not, I have to, I've not used a new website yet, but I'm, I'm pleased with it. I like it. I, I think it looks sharp. I mean, I, if there are complaints about it, I don't know what it could possibly be to be the, so this is like one, this is the only game that I've never imported into Battlescribe on my phone because the, the native app from the company works and the updates happen the day that they happen. That's one of the only downsides to some of those third party ones. Um, so again, not to twist everything back to 40 K like my brain always does. Um, but so the Necron codex and the space Marine codex. So he had ninth edition release. God, was that back in July now? Ninth edition releases and Battlescribe catches up and everyone's got, you know, all the armies are caught up to ninth edition as far as that's concerned. And then two new codexes come out and it took them over a month before the community was able to get out there because the company that makes Battlescribe doesn't actually make the files. We need to make sure they're all nice and legit and legal for that. So it takes a community effort to be able to build those in. And it took them a month to be able to get that in. And I, I want to thank everyone that did it, but I mean, if the Games Workshop one had it right away. And I know that not everyone's into paying $5 a month for the subscription fee for the Games Workshop one, but I could build army lists off of theirs directly the, the day that the codex came out because I could scan a little code on the back of my codex and boom, it worked. So like, was it worth the $5 to me? Sure was. <laughs> not to mention that they gave you every other codex in ninth and eighth, the old eighth edition codexes. They just gave those to you. I mean, my point um, is that when you have a company that puts this kind of effort into it that I can just go through and build a list super quick based off their native app and I don't have to go and fumble around with some other third-party product and try to get it in, this one works. I like it. And this is not just me being the Final fan, the you know, final Fantasy Flight Games fanboy that I tend to be. If they, I, I've called them out for their bullshit before, this is not bullshit. This is a good, this is a good app. Yeah, I like it. Well, I, really love the, I really love that I can keep wins and losses on there. It's so cool. Do you want to open up a uh, Republic or Separatist squad, then, and we'll have a chat sure. and a play. Uh, let's go Republic first. Okay, go Extended. So I don't know about your version of the app. Mine doesn't give me an option between Extended. Uh, and so you, it is do, 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 um, right when you actually pick your squad. Um, so we'll let you do the name. So where you would input oh, ship, I do see it. select okay, game I, mode. Yeah, so we're going for hyperspace, correct? Extended. Extended. Hyperspace is going to be a topic that I want to do when we have Sean back. Oh boy, can't wait. So okay. I'm going to save that. Uh, so if you scroll all we're halfway down but to the ETA2 Actus, it's not yeah. even out yet. Uh, some people have them, but I believe the official release date is like next week or something like that for some reason. Yeah. Or it's just weird. But it was included, it's supposed to be in with the wave. But if you click on Anakin, it is cheap as chips, 56 points. Yep. He's got a talent and a force sort. Ooh. Yeah. So just the design space to do some funky things there is um, pretty cool. Can they make him any better? Like, good lord. Because it like so traditionally at this juncture, we've every one of them has been if it's a force user, they don't get a talent, they get a force power instead. So now they've got Anakin that can do both because he's I, I believe all of them have it. I don't think it's just Anakin. I just oh, really? chose Anakin to uh oh, because got, why why wouldn't you? 
I'm thinking oh. of my beloved empire. So if I go back, do... yeah. Um, what about we'll do Yoda? Does he have? So Yoda has two force. He doesn't have an EPT. The Jedi general, a generic, just has a force, no EPT. And it's not even an EPT anymore. It's just called a talent. Shut up, Chris. Mm, um, but, I wasn't going to call you out on it. But Shaktai has a talent and a force, and she's initiative four. Oh. So I guess getting put in the suit, I guess you lose your talent because Vader from the Imperial side only has force power. <laughs> no, no. I like that it's tied to the platform. So they evidently think I, that the EGA2 isn't, that hard isn't a negative fought. enough XP. I don't, I don't even know. It's like... It must just be good enough that... And, I mean, his ship ability is tied to Obi-Wan kind of thing. Well, I suppose you can still use it on yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh. But, like, Plo Kloon, for example, he's only got the Force Power slot. He does not have a talent slot. And he's an I-5. Uh, you're back in... Yeah, you're back in the um, Aether Sprite. Uh... Oh, maybe you're right, maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. You're right. Oops, sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, it must be the platform. You're right. Yeah. That's cool. I like it. Yeah, I do. Obviously, like um, Matt, Matt, you're correct. Duke is the correct choice, and um, Duke is the best talent, specifically on this ship. Yes. Uh, because the evade isn't purple either. It's a white evade. So as long as you don't use the two purple swoop or a target lock, you have your white white evades and three force with Anakin. That's so you're so effectively focus evaded. But it's, it's only it's, three hull. It's basically flying a TIE fighter with yeah, a killer bullseye arc. With a killer bullseye arc. A nice dial. Mm. I mean, I think the way I would probably go, because I'm a horrible, horrible person, um, let's build it and then I can share it with you. How many points should we make him? Let's make him all of the points, I think. You make him all the points. Shield upgrade, why not? That seems okay. And Jeez. then a four. force power. We're going to go brilliant evasion because it's two points of win. Yep. 79 I just points. curiosity, I went down to supernatural reflexes and went, oh, 32 points. No, thank you. No, no, done. <laughs> nope, don't so, do that. Give him the auto blaster cannon, and then you give him so Duke auto blasters R seven A seven, which is the new droid, which is three charges. You can spend a charge to t- change a hit into a crit, which ties it's in with auto blaster, where you mm-hmm. can't cancel crits as as long as you're not in the front arc. So whenever you get around and aren't in the front arc, you have an uncancelled damage. And if you chose to evade, you also duke one of her dice down. <laughs> so I mean uh, that's probably in, in mods. I think what what is it? So no, you'd be looking no. at the, probably the map is that, that's good. It's probably wasteful against initiative um three agility, but against it like two agility, I feel like it's probably good. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking crap. But maybe it's your way around. I can't get my, my brain unsurprisingly, folks. Given the start to this show, did we actually even talk about Evie and her the trials and tribulations of today and her not no. feeling well? Yeah, yeah. Well, you did, so, we did mention that she wasn't feeling well, but yeah. that was about it. Yeah, so she's not feeling well. Jill told me, in fact, Jill's just walked in now, but uh, told me that she's working an overtime shift tonight. So I haven't really had any time to think properly about X Wing at all. But 
Um, I think other way around. If uh, it's good if they've got three agility because you're probably you're definitely going to push one damage through from a crit, and then if they want to not take two, they need to spend the token mm-hmm. when they normally wouldn't need to. I don't know. But luckily, you can look at your dice and decide if you need to or not. If you roll three hits, just leave it. I don't know. Probably don't need the uncancelled if you only roll one. You know, it's going through. Agree. So, yeah. Any, I, mo- any modifications on Anakin, you think? Uh, I put shield upgrade on. Yeah. Because you might as well load up the points. And even with all of that, so Anakin base <clears throat> with juice, auto blasters, R7A7, shield, and brilliant evasion, you're still only pulling down 79 points. Yeah, 79 points. I'm a fan. I mean, let's look at Anakin. I'm a big fan. I, I mean, that's more than calibrated Anakin, I, I believe. Anakin calibrated. Um, what what do we get to give him? Yeah, so it's the same hit points as calibrated. So what, what did we say? It was 79 points. He's 66 mm-hmm. with just calibrated and no other upgrades. So he's a, a little bit more, but I feel like that package is going to get the job done much better. What do you lose? You your target lock and evade switch, and I personally in that A style of play, I'd rather have a white evade and a purple target lock. Yeah, I know I agree. So I, I just think if you're going to fly Anakin, um, and the ability is different, obviously as well. So shedding stress gets harder. Just out of curiosity, how does it work? So if I decide to take um, instead of taking the shield. If I take yeah. targeting computer, does that turn that purple into a white targeting? Um, no, target? you still have the purple one. It adds a white one. Oh, okay. So, so you can choose. Either. You you can use the crappy one on the computer, or the the really good targeting computer you've bodge taped onto the side. You can use that one instead. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't have to spend a force to. Turn no, it. It's a good what question actually, because there are use cases with I believe. Um, if you're flying the Reaper, not in squadrons, you should be flying the Reaper in squadrons because supports are winners. But um, if you're flying the Reaper and you You can put... hear my eyes now, by the way. <laughs> um, you put um, Tactical Officer on it, which adds a white coordinate. But obviously, if you don't want to use your ailerons, you can still use your red coordinate to become stressed, which turns off ailerons next turn. Mm-hmm. So it's important that it doesn't replace it it adds a, a second one. So in the use case of a repo, it's a red action and a um, white action. There's use cases for still doing the red. I don't know why you would ever want to four-stab yourself by taking the purple target lock, but that's right. why you asked a good question. <laughs> Inadvertently. Yeah. But that is a good point, though. So, yeah, so legitimately, that, uh, that's why whenever you went to shield, I'm like, yeah, but... I'm but when spend- they, like, I suppose if you well think of it this way, if you're taking brilliant evasion for two points, you you only time you care about being four starved is on defense because right. we like you can suck on offense, but you're still alive, so you get to do it again later. If you right. suck and on defense, you're dead. The use case like it depends on what role you intend the ship to be. This ship is not intended to be. Yeah, but in I, the thick of it, you're trying to evade and trying to get a good angle. That's why I would argue that I. So this is the heroic argument, just to trigger people. You can all run off and tell Chris Allen I use this terminology. And um, so Brilliant Evasion is just buying insurance against Anakin blowing up 
because you get to roll two focuses and just spend one force. So you can still take your target lock for a purple and have force. You never should, because if you're taking the target lock, you didn't evade and are getting shot. So you made the incorrect choice. If you're going to get shot with your 79-point Anakin, you're taking the white evade action. Yeah. If you're taking the purple uh, uh, target lock or the white target lock, if you put targeting computer on it, it's because you're not being shot. Then you end up going, well, how many dice am I rolling? Two. Do I need three force? Because you're now looking at a situation where you had to roll all blanks into re-roll into all focus. Yeah. And like, even then, if you if you roll three focuses, are you spending all three force? I think that's situational. Yeah, oh, it is, but that's what I mean. You can't always assume. So does it matter if you don't have one to spend because you took a target lock? Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. So I don't. I think like, the, the targeting computer is viable. Yeah, uh, it is looking into a future for when you might need the force later, because fair enough, you might not be getting shot this turn, but do you know you're not getting shot next turn? And that's where it all comes together. Yep, I agree. But yeah, I really like that package. I'm looking forward to it arriving so that I can play around with it, because I want to see how it all fits in with the hyperspace ring and everything, because... The um, the Aether Sprite and the V-Wing also fit inside it. Ooh. Oh, Then let's talk about the V-Wing because they uh, gave us points. And I believe, I can't remember exactly, but we were comparing the V-Wing with those crappy titles that were horrible to Ooh. the V-19. And so... so are we going on the, the bare bones basic one? I think so, yeah. Just to open up the conversation. Loyalist Volunteer. Yeah. So Initiative 2, same as the Blue Squadron clone V-Wing, but it's two points more expensive. The dial is a lot better, mm-hmm. but you're not running an eight-ship swarm. Mm. So the thing I was looking at for these was I still really, really like R4 Astromech because it gives you the blue hard ones and it changes those red one banks to be white. Yep. So you're getting decent value from it for two points, and it lets it knife fight really well. And then <laughs> I'm still not 100% convinced by either title. <laughs> I mean, I'll go back. I did make a, a six V. I actually have a crate of V also in the in the delivery box. I've not opened them. Like, not only have I not unboxed them yet, they're still in the crate of six V wings. Um, because I did make a six V-Wing list. So I'll we'll, we'll go over that one just because um, you all get to call me a giant hypocrite because it was the one ship I told you I probably wasn't going to do. But um, it's six Shadow Squadron Escorts with R4 Astromech because I just said that I think it's really good. All six of them have dedicated... So it's just a pain in the ass to kill them if they fly them anything remotely like in formation. Because each V-Wing, the way I plan on flying them is in two offset groups of three. So that each V-Wing should be in two other V-Wing side arcs at range one. So they'll have up to two re-rolls from dedicated each, depending on how many times you can line up shots on each of them. And then I had eight points left. Yeah, so I was just going to ask, what are you doing with the last eight? Are you just going for the bid? 
No, I went with the title I told you is absolutely terrible and you should never take. So I went with the Alpha 3E-esque title. And I don't plan on using it. Right. Or maybe I will. <laughs> maybe I'll call using it. more. But the, the bid... So I still have a two-point bid and I will use it. I don't expect it to pay off, if that so then, makes sense. So then I'm going to question your judgment on that one because if you're... It seems like I would rather have the bid at that juncture. So the the advantage of having the bid is that it's eight points that the opponent can't get. So as long as they don't wipe you, you have a little bit of a buffer. Right. But it's one point spread across each ship. So, and it the each ship is, let me double check, 33 points. So I do give up an extra point at half point. So that would be the argument, is I'm currently giving up one more point. Oh, no, I remember now. I am giving up one more point when you half point me because I took this upgrade. So it is, the, is it the correct choice to kill me to get the other half of the points but it, or to half point a different one? You make good questions. And if you shoot a different one, the one that you were shooting and is now half points isn't strained so it can activate dedicated onto the other ones. Right. Whereas in if you keep focusing fire... You probably kill one because the way I put on flying them, I'll only get two chances to dedicate because the other group of three might not be in range, kind of thing. But they, they might be. I don't know. So yeah, I I felt that going over the break point to be an odd number was worth the use cases of. I don't know. I might like say it could be a giant trap, and I'm wrong. But giving up an extra point at half, it, I think it only really matters if I lose like three or four of them and if i've lost three or four of them before like 30 minutes the game's probably over regardless of if i had the title or not you're probably in some you're probably in some dire straits at that juncture yeah you're running them 31 points a piece at 33 i think it is would be droid as well droid dedicated and oh um, title you're in the r4 i forgot about that yeah um just so that i can barrel roll uh, hard one barrel roll repeatedly because the barrel roll's red. Yeah, no, so, I can see that. Yeah. Um, so that was my thinking there. Uh, then, shall we look at the separatists and then call it a night? Sure. So we're making a new separatist list. See, yeah. this is so easy. This is, I don't know what everyone's complaining about in this one. Like, this app is so much easier. Yeah, I really <laughs> like it. I, I'm <laughs> a fan. I forgot the Sea Rock was part of the separatists now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, we have a tri fighter and the fire spray now, which we knew about. So the separatist racketeer is the lowest level one at 64 points. That's really good. Which competes with, where is Darth Maul ship thing? Uh, um, the Sith infiltrator. So the, the dark career is 51 points. I, I actually think. I would take the fire spray over Dark Courier, the Racketeer. Yeah. I think the extra 51, 13, yeah, 13 points more gets you a smaller base. Um, yep. It gets you an extra point of agility and a rear arc. I think it's worth it. Yeah, I would agree. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, we spent a lot of time in during the article talking about the uh, the different fire spray stuff, so I don't want to linger too long. But I've been struggling to decide what I wanted to do for tri fighters 
because I wanted to do the three fearsome predators, but then I kept going, oh, we need to five, though. I could fly mm. aces in my separatist now. You can. And keep going back two to that. Them. Two of them. So. Because they are dotted. They are only two permitted. Yeah. I kind of feel like I would probably do that. Um, so I, I think I've not finalized the list yet. So, again, I'm a little bit underprepared. I meant to do an unboxing, a video and stuff on them, but like the table's so full of crap and all of that. Um <laughs> look at that so just out of curiosity just because i was trying to test to see if i could break the app i intentionally put three in my list and i get an error code at the top and letting me know there's a great disturbance in the force and it gives you an exact detail on what the error is see that's sharp i like that go back and look at your saved squads and it'll tell you that there's um violations on some of them that we've depreciated and stuff like that so anytime it's changed it'll tell you so actually some of my lists have changed significantly as far as the points are concerned, but like I've got two now that are over one of your rebel list that I built a while ago, which was the U wing and the wedge and Luke is now 22 points over. Hmm. It's almost like I told you how to build a really good list. Yeah. Almost. almost. <laughs> 22 points over. 22 points over. What was the other one that I have? Oh, my old Vader Minor swarms over now. Who jumped? Oh, it's because they bumped up Power runner. That's why. Yeah. Oh no, it's Vader. I'm sorry, Vader's what's out of control on that one. No, it's supernatural reflexes. It was supernatural yeah. reflexes, Vader. That's what did it. That's what did it. Yeah, there it is. There it is. That's why <laughs> 14 points over now. Oh, but, um, yeah, I'm I'm still struggling for Tri Fighter. I don't know how I want to use it. I definitely have a couple of different ideas. I think I could get three of the the um the hunters in and then a chunky ship so i let's three of the hunters you say yeah so one of those hmm. i need to delete that one yeah for 38 points each with nothing um and then you could still get something interesting like um where's it gone more yeah i think this is gonna fit if I have done my math correctly. So Maul, Dooku. Oh, no, you don't need Dooku. You can do Palpatine. Yeah. I was just going to Maul with Palpatine and three Hunters, and you still have seven points left. That's pretty good. So you've got, a, you've got a big chunky boy to just soak up attention more than anything to let those three Tri-Fighters do the work is my my hopes. But I haven't sat down and like move. I like to just throw them on the table just on my own and just do a couple a couple of openings, if you know what I mean, see how it feels mm-hmm. to move around. Oh, yeah, I yeah, haven't absolutely. done that yet. So that's my hesitation before I recommend this as a squad. But three fearsome predators and Darth Maul, I think, could be good fun. I think it'll be relatively aggressive. And I, do, I really like using Maul and um, Palpatine and just trying to leverage you have to kill me because I'm just going to keep pumping out fire. So if I have one minor complaint, um, I wish that if I clicked on the word feel for prey on the fearsome predator, that I could actually see the card for the condition card. Yeah, that's, I'm not sure how to like view cards and stuff. So, well, so like, it's super easy to view cards. If they're like, you know, a talent or something like that, I can actually go and see that. Because I can see what it does, but all it says is I assign the fearful prey condition. It's it's bolded, obviously, because it's keyworded, 
but I can't click on that, like put my thumb on it and say, hey, what does that mean? Yeah, uh, none of the conditions are actually in the app from what I can see, it's in what they actually do. And I yeah, might be no. wrong because I'm not using it for. So that's my only complaint. To get into your li- to get into the list idea though, like I'm trying to imagine what i3 interceptors because again, because I'm me and everything always reverts back to well, how do I equate this? Yeah, <laughs> because because I always revert back to what it, what it's like to fly um, yeah. Galactic, Galactic Empire. I'm like, okay, so I'm looking at three. And back in those days, they would have probably been i5, uh, I'm sorry, PS5 in the PS9 world, um, interceptors. What's the, it's always, it's it's either the top end or the low end. So, but the the way I would sell it to you is that Paul played with uh, Han and three Z95s. So if you, if you made, if you made Han only be able to shoot out of his front arc, but gave him four calculate tokens and then made those Z95s be three interceptors. Okay. All right. So that, that is actually a pretty good, pretty, the upside to having those Zs though, was the fact that they were coming in at PS1, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It's a different use case for like, the yeah, Zs it, are there because everyone's going to shoot at Han. So whatever damage they do, but this is the same thing. You have to shoot at Maul because if you don't, he's going to shoot, pump out two shots a turn. And if you yep. do shoot at Maul, he's stressing you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because you're it's right. Interesting. It's interesting. It's, it's a good old, it's the hammer and anvil kind of style list. Like he's going to sit there and take the beating while the other ones kind of flick off tokens. And, and maybe, I, uh, it, he can die quick. Uh, you can burn Maul down. You've got to be really careful on your positioning with him, especially because we're not going to be able to afford a proton if we go this route. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Because uh, it's, yeah. it's basically just Maul with Palpatine, basically. Yeah. And seven points we have to play around with. But. So good. So good. Yeah. I'm a yeah, fan. I could, see, I could see it. Now I'm trying to find a use for those seven points. I don't I don't know. I think I'd look at... I'd need to play it because there's the config on the Tri-Fighters. That's exactly where, you, where I am. Where you can look at doing the standardized where they get two calculates instead of being able to share which lets mm-hmm. you play them spread out, but it costs points, so I don't know whether it's better to not and keep them as a pack, because they're going to be flying after the same target anyway. So then you get into stuff like... Uh, I don't know. They've got talent, so... Well, they've got talents and they've got sensors. That's really kind of... You, you could do crack shot for three points. See, crack shot three points. It's about time. I'm so proud of you, FFG. You like shot past my window and (laughs) did it. I'm so proud of you. There you go. Turns out it's actually pretty darn good. Yeah, because obviously I would have told you to just put crack shot on them. Yeah, it was still. Why not? Yeah, Um, you can passive sensors if you want to get target locks with them. There you go. But that's a bit dicey. Um, I don't know. Fire control as well, maybe. You could do fire control instead because you're going to be chasing the same target. So mm, I'm not sure. I'm not, I say, I'm not 100% on that list yet. That's where my head is at. Either two of the initiative fives, and then I want to still try and fly uh, Ensner Sunfak and just see if he's still a thing. But still we'll see. Good. I think he's still pretty good. So overall, the app's pretty good. Points in the new ships are going to be fun to play with. Um, I know we've said these, I swear to God, we say this every time we record a show. We need to get together and play a game. Like I've, I think we should have 
as we get closer to it, you've got some vacation coming up. I'm kind of getting caught up on the painting, hopefully. So we'll we'll try and get some games in. I'm to be honest, I think if we don't record them and just play, we'll probably get better into a better routine. So if we just try and do a do a game rather than a video, it might be easier to just do. Yeah, no, I'm on board. Yeah, because we don't have to like we're not under the pressure to feel entertaining during yeah, we that can time. just like I haven't played X Wing for a while now. Obviously, I've played more than most people have got the chance to because I still got to play some in-person games because the environment up here was different, but it's getting worse. So even in your sometimes, area. yeah. So it is what it is. But hey ho. Um, housekeeping stuff and then let you get to bed because my phone told me that it's time to wrap up D. &D. it is so So yeah by all means do your housekeeping good sir yeah so um obviously we're going to do a big push for the patreons uh we're going to be giving away that uh template set thing so i want to say over a hundred dollars us worth of templates value there so some lucky patron will take that home I do have a stack of other stuff that I'm going to be trying to negotiate with the Sentry Box to give give away, because obviously I haven't been able to run events since April. So um, I should have a, a bunch more st swag there. Um, and then, yeah, I might, depending on how everything else goes, I was thinking about buying a couple of ships to try and give out as well. So Ooh, there you go. Yeah, I think I think we could probably have have a decent Christmas because, like I said, um, I was really don't want to get too sloppy because it's not Christmas yet. But when the whole COVID thing came out, we did made sure we had that conversation of like, don't worry about us. We'll still keep doing the shows and mm -hmm. we'll still keep doing content. And if you've got to cancel your Patreon, look after yourselves. And our Patreon went up, which was extremely moving and a good feeling. So, like. We're still here. I still have the ability to uh, spend some of your Patreon money to give back to you guys. So I'm happy to lose money on it to send stuff back because because I don't think it needs any more than that. But yeah, um, but yeah, I'll I'll grab a couple of uh, um, probably the, the Arctis and maybe this wave. I'll grab like one of each of this wave. Maybe hopefully we'll see how much. Um, credit i can do so i just need to write a lot of articles because i get paid some star credit for that and then i can um use that star credit to buy uh x-wing ships with but yeah the um the sentry box paid me to write another swarm tactics article like i used to write for Ooh. bell of souls i wrote um about the 8f all list Ooh. so you can check that out on um on the website and on the sentry box's blog i was reading over your contrast painting articles yeah uh, but yeah, make sure you check out the Patreon. It is uh, Lack of Focus Podcast on Patreon. You can find us on Facebook as Lack of Focus Podcast. You can email us at Lack of Focus Podcast at gmail.com. You can join our Discord and have, uh, join in our chats that we have on there. We've been discussing the Mandalorian and how Ed's an idiot. And um... Whoa! <laughs> I made one comment one well not not going to don't want any spoilers because people uh i mean i suppose it's still monday so it's still pretty close to mandalorian release day for us by the time this comes out though it'll be like a week ago 
will be a whole new episode that we've not watched yet. Right, exactly. Um, But yeah, that's about it. I'm sure I've missed something off there. But um, yeah, make sure you jump on a Discord. And uh, if you're interested and want to have a chance to win any of that swag, just sign up for Patreon. Um, There's no minimum fee. Make sure, because we charge by episode, that you set your monthly cap so you don't get that double build or anything like that. And yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And I'll let Ed do his thing. All right. So always fun talking to you, my friend, of course. Oh, it's been good. I'm glad semi-glad Jill's home. I've been uh, <laughs> kind of... My my headphones are like half off still because I've been trying to listen out. Oh, but, okay. They slowly ease them back. I'm like, all right, now I'm good. No, no. There you go. I can like hear you properly. Nothing else now. There you go. There you go. All right, so now, of course, this one's fun again. It was a ton of fun to go over this one. Looking forward to the next one. I, we have to get some more games, and I agree. I think that's absolutely something we should be doing. The only reason I ever thought it was cool doing it on the show is because it's something uh, the... This it, it is cool, and like we've had good feedback from the games we've played, especially when we did like the illegal games where we tried out the Defender one and stuff. People enjoyed that. <laughs> so just us having fun, people enjoy. It's good. So I, I'm up for recording it again, but I would rather get us rolling and just hang out and play games with you, to be honest, is yeah, the no, end I goal. I can believe it. I think we need to and we need to do something similar, like we pick a night and saying this is X Ring night. So like yeah. maybe the Thursday that isn't a record night. So I am free on Wednesdays now because um I can't play Arkham Horror at the moment. So we could play on Wednesday if you mm. want to play on Wednesday. If, yeah, if we're doing D&D on Thursday, then maybe. I'll have to see how things are here, but yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're not as much pressured as much because you're all stuck at home anyway, so you have all pretty the time much, in the yeah. world to see each other. Yeah, pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. So, All right, so that's going to do it for this one. Do appreciate you guys joining in. And uh, again, I just get real quick one more time, you know, RIP David Prowse. That's how I'll close this one out. I uh, do appreciate Hope Looking forward to the next one, guys. And until next time, fly catch me. Thank you once again for joining the Lack of Focus X-Wing podcast. Check out Dice Hate Productions for all the latest episodes, and we'll be looking forward to seeing you again next episode.